Well, Brent is gay, gay and Kaylin's gay, gay and Clark is gay, so gay. and Ryan's gay, gay and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. It's issue 128, and I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm, I'm Clark. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that one. All right, so we've got some news first up. Uh, looks like there is a new venture for Star Wars, but I, before we get into that, I want to hear from Ryan and Clark about your recent trip to to Disney World. That makes it seem like we went together. We yeah, did not. We, we no, y'all went, went different weeks, different times. Like you don't even know each other or like each other. <laughs> Ryan went but a week when us, it was like thirty degrees. We we went differently on purpose because I had a work conference and Clark. Just and I said, to "Fuck, I'm not doing that." Listen, yeah. when you guys have I separate didn't. vacations, it's the first sign that this isn't working. <laughs> oh no, Clark, I love you. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, we both went to uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Yes, which was my first time since like 1997. Yeah. No, I went with Mikey once and I hated it. But they lifted the lifetime ban. <laughs> <laughs> he- yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> was very Way pleased. to lean into that one. It's uh so it was basically the park is a ghost land except for the new uh I what's it called rise of it's not what rise, do you mean? Oh, it's a rise, ghost rise of resistance Ga- galaxy's edge yeah, yeah galaxy's edge yeah. yeah the rest of the park is basically toy story land and there's nothing else in yeah. there and it's kind of it's a, meaningless it's really just a, i didn't even get over to rocking whatever aerosmith nonsense and stuff I like, like that, that oh rock and roller coaster how dare you that i don't a lot of fun. i don't like a roller coaster <laughs> when I, when i went with mikey like in 2006 or whenever hell i went he made me go on the tower of terror and I do not like heights. Uh, and he was videotaping me. And I was screaming like, if you don't put that phone away, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. I'm going to throw that phone across the fucking room. Well, and in like, 2006, were you using a camcorder? Ch- children are like right in front of me. And I'm screaming cuss words. But the children were and dead. And that was the last time. <laughs> were you smiling like the Joker at the time then as well? Yeah. Oh, I was very I'm happy. I'm going to punch you in the I face. I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. Um, <laughs> Anyways. I, yeah. Well, so you did either of you get to go on the new so, Rise of the Resistance? So I I did get to go on Rise of okay. Resistance, and it is hands down the best ride I've ever been Ooh, on yeah. in my entire Ooh. life. It is so ingro- like it is so good. It's so in depth. There's different parts to it. It is phenomenal. I don't want to blow it for anyone that uh, like hasn't gone on it. Yeah, but it is so freaking good. Didn't we talk There's, about it on the podcast? No, we yeah. didn't. Did, uh, so, so the process itself is really hard to get in. You have to be there when the park opens up. You you download the app and you have to get uh, sign away your soul <laughs> yeah. in blood. And I was like, I would give my soul for one experience. And, sh- and sure enough, it turns out you're actually joining the empire. So you like sign these forms. You yeah, no, no, I have out. a cool outfit and that then I get you're to wear. Enlisted now. and sent off to <laughs> Afghanistan. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then what happened? So Is that uh, a desert planet. So once you're there at the beginning, uh, you have to get this app and you sign on. You get the a, app. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you get a boarding group and then it tells you what time to come back. So it's a virtual queue. But how many people are on the ride at any given time? I've I didn't ask logistics. I mean, yeah. like, how was it? Did like, you use your eyeballs? The smugglers run is like six people at most yeah. in your vehicle. It's, um, so in your like sort of boarding group, there's probably about twelve people. Oh, okay. Twelve, 12 oh. to four hundred. He twelve count. people. <laughs> but then when you when you first enter there, you have probably a uh, probably a good like. Uh, 30 people in this big group all together and then it splits you up into smaller oh got it okay but it splits it up into places where you walk it splits it up into a ride that you actually ride it's it's huge it's it's one of the most in-depth rides i've ever seen i i didn't go because we drank too much at animal kingdom the night before (laughs) so i was like we're not even fucking trying 
Yeah, we, yeah. we had like it, two yeah, bottles of wine. And, and, and to be fair, the process drinks. itself is fucked up because when you're there, you you have the app. Everyone's crowding around. They're constantly refreshing. Uh, yeah. And then someone's like, I got group 10. Oh, and then another person's like, I got group 150. Like it's it's awful. <laughs> so it's basically the so I, I got um I got group like 44 or something like that. And I went. Not 66. What time, what time did <laughs> six, it six, have six. you go? Um, so I got on the ride uh, around like noonish. That's not bad. That's not so bad. it's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but when did you get into the park? At right when it opened. Eight a.m. Right. Eight a.m. Oh, but you, you have, have to go, go do other stuff. Yeah. So I did that. Correct. We did Star oh, Tours. We did. Then. There's another uh, Millennium Falcon I ride Star on there. Tours. Yeah. So you know Star Tours is so bad. I, oh, and no, also, uh, I actually story. liked Star uh, Star Tours better than uh, Smuggler's Run. I, the, the, that's the, the wrong the, opinion. No, the the filming was so grainy and like bleached that it I is was a like, rough screen. Awful. So it was really bad. So Chase and I took a Chase, my boyfriend and I took a edible while oh we were there. So it started to kick in just as I was getting the oh, most so Star Wars experience. Yes. And we, I had to build a droid because one of the, the oh, yeah. interactive experiences you can do is build a droid. Oh, yeah. And that thing started hitting me hard. And like what they, the droid did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a battle droid. Yes. Yeah. As you're building, it's like electrocuting you and beating you. up. And I'm like. This is fine. Yeah, just Aww. and so like you have to gather your parts, and I was so high out of my mind and scared that I just started shaking. And Chase and <laughs> Wait, I were just while you're building the droid. Yeah, imagine if you'd made a lightsaber. You'd have lost if you'd made a lightsaber. You would have lost. I would have just been staring at that glow the entire. So it was insane. And then we went on Star Tours while we were super high. And they were like, hey, guys, come on, come on. And we forgot to grab glasses because we're high out of our minds. <laughs> so we, we went through the whole no, 3D ride no. without the 3D. It that was must have been so, so disorienting. We were laughing the entire time. I it was it. so I'm, fun. I'm impressed that they update it for each movie. They did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different places you can go now for Star Tours, which I thought that's the ride itself is shit, but I love the idea that you can get a different tour every time. Yeah. The land is phenomenal, though. They oh, do such gorgeous. a great so job. Cool. I yeah. did not like it during the day. Oh. It's way there's way too many people. It just seems like this is a park, but at night it's fucking. Did gorgeous. you have any? It, it um, is nice at night. Run-ins with the stormtroopers. Yeah. So actually, when I um when I built a droid and I brought it around the park, the droid started interacting with different oh. other droids and also the stormtroopers. That's great. Yeah. It's really cool. I I had an interaction with Chewbacca. Oh. Everyone is like violently obsessed with him. They'll like follow him around like a freaking cult. It was just oh, a bear. Yeah. But he sat though. down next to <laughs> us because he wanted to see some children. So we oh. had to say hi as well. Uh. It was very nice. And then you turned away and looked back and there was one fewer child there. <laughs> and blood and, around his face. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I and looked a, back and, and he out. had turned to look back. You know, like when you pass a gay in the in the street and you both yeah. do that to see Little if someone's sexually snow. interested uh, in you. And if they turn back I, as well, it's a match. You do a look. I've never done a full look. I back. don't do look. I do like the. you try to do the diet. Like you try to get the. Close the sharpest diagonal you possibly can until you're no, basically no, no. like 90 degrees. No, you wait for about three <laughs> seconds and then do the look back to see if there's a I thing. I whip never. my you head do back it? like an owl. <laughs> no, I was just saying you whip your dick you out full, like an owl. You do a full spin and your dick's out? Yeah. yeah. I do a, I don't see you, I don't see you, I look up at the last minute, that's, I see you, and, oh, I, yeah. and I give like a little smirk. That's what I, I do, that's what I do. I do one of those looks. both of you do that, you're like, yeah. yeah. I, I do one I've of those I've seen you both smirk, and it's awful. <laughs> well, we're always <laughs> doing that. We're always doing it to each other oh. when we see you on each other. <laughs> I, I do People like tend the, to puke. When I do I like the, the full scan, so like the wrong direction, then slowly look over as if I'm like not realizing. And then I've I'm, never heard of this complete like, 
270 look back. Well, what I oh, do yeah. is I Break just pretend they don't exist and treat them like shit when they do, there and then you wonder why I'm thinking. Caleb just looks down the entire time, or looks like directly at people as he's walking. <laughs> he and never then stops. points right at their he face. Never, it's like, it's, you're cute! It's the, uh, it's the open mouth um, Donald Sutherland from uh, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, just right. go, Whoa! <laughs> One thing people don't know about Kalen is that he can emit high beam lights from his eyeballs. Oh, yeah, that's freaky. <laughs> so my favorite thing about... <laughs> <laughs> about um, uh, Ho- Disney Hollywood Studios for uh, the um, Galaxy's Edge was the um, shoot, I'm trying to think of the restaurant like D- Docking Bay. Yeah, Docking Bay Seven Forty Seven, whatever the it's fuck a it's number called. After Seven, that. yeah. Um, they had this really good ribs with a cornbread muffin and like red cabbage slaw underneath it. It is so fucking good. Did all you all that's absolutely amazing. I didn't go to the canteen. The, the all the no. food was phenomenal though. They really, really? Oh, yeah. It was uh, good. We went to that really fancy-ass Hollywood Studios restaurant. The Brown Derby. fucking delicious. So my, Where they make was... you put together your own meal. My, <laughs> my, roommate got, eats it. my roommate got like some weird like Disney version of like just a shrimp salad, and it was the fucking grossest. Oh. Like the Star Wars version. It was so bad. Oh. The, it was like the fishiest shrimp I've ever had in my life. And I was like, I told you to get two different things because I had like... I, I pay attention to like Good Mythical Morning all the time. They always do those food. Um, it's a YouTube something thing. It's actually really yeah, good. The and, and they had like the different taste of the like five of the restaurants ah. at or five of the um, meals there. Did the dish keep saying it's a trap? No, no, no. <laughs> it said Kalen's a fucker. I literally met him like six months ago, and I still think about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I leave it. <laughs> Wow, they were really uh, harsh when you were there. Mm-hmm. No. Do you remember like, that pussy Andrew too? And you're like, yeah, it was great. It was literally the most in depth park that I've seen since like Harry Potter World. I think so. my goal is to next time because I go there every year is to go back <laughs> and try to do Rise of Resistance. Yeah, I'm coming with you and just not get drunk the day before. That sounds and great. Wake up I'm coming with, with you. Adam. Well, then I'm I'm busy. We should all <laughs> yeah. go when the the hotel comes up. Oh yeah, with the secret pay missions five thousand dollars between mean, us. I'll, I'll fucking do it. We'll get a pullout. I'll bring you guys can do mattress. it. I'm gonna stay at like homeless shelter number three. <laughs> I love that docking block. bay number. I've always three. preferred number seven. <laughs> yeah. um, but what about those comics? The actual Star Wars comics. It's, what's the <laughs> so, talking about? So, keeping in line with the Star Wars, like there was a big announcement since uh, they didn't know where they were really going after uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, they need made an announcement this week, week that there's a new Star Wars publishing line coming out, and it's going to be set in the quote High Republic time. So that's around like 200 years before Boy, were Phantom they high. of the Menace. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be in the droid shop when it happens. <laughs> um, but so these are going to be before the prequels, and it's going to be a series of comic books. And then also novels. So they'll have young adult novels. They'll have adult novels. Old adult novels. <laughs> <laughs> Elder nod- um, novels. Um, and then they're going to have two comic series. One with IDW and then also a Marvel series as well. So this is the first time since uh, Disney took over Lucasfilm that they're actually going back like this far. Because mm-hmm. all that other stuff, Star Wars Legends, it's all like uh non-canonical now like the knights of the old republic stuff like that doesn't really exist in this timeline oh, anymore dear. so they're no. rewriting all of it technically knights uh, does fall into it because ravan is technically confirmed from the end bitch of thrawn is also Hawk? technically in it but that doesn't mean the zahn stuff exists oh uh, it. it's not four thousand years in the past yeah but I'll i take. mean there's also <laughs> yeah there's a certain level to it where it's like that stuff is so far in the past that there's they could easily make it canonical if they yeah. wanted to sure whatever 
So uh, they so they said with this series um, that it's going to start with a big. Um, I think they quoted like a big disaster or a big event actually happened. Trade disagreement. <laughs> uh, will you sign the amendment? <laughs> oh, it's good that you didn't have that accent right. I'm cause. very pleased. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to start with like some huge uh, event that's actually going to happen, and then it's going to spin off there. And this, in theory, could launch everything else going forward and potentially be the new movies that are going to come A out. new weapon is created. A <laughs> death star. <laughs> a star. Oh, no. If there is a circular <laughs> flying ship that can destroy planets, I'll never read Star Wars again. Um, but there will be. Well, bitch, you better I stop. prepare myself. Yeah. No, I mean, the uh, sort of covers they have look great. I think it's a very thoughtful idea. It was actually interesting, too, because I was even thinking about, like, 200 years. So, like... Um, we what we were founded in 1776 so like i just no i was just thinking of like what What, 200 years well like 200 years ago for (laughs) star wars like and obviously and i guess 200 years before the original prequels right not the original not like the original since phantom yeah okay yeah Yeah. so like that's even more interesting because that was already kind of a giant gap wasn't it It 50 years 50 years yeah. yeah so i just mean like there's it'll be so interesting to see what they do with the technology and like as um, I just have been getting through Avatar and Korra. I thought it was such a cool, and I hope they kind of take this note. Like, it's such a cool way that they <laughs> indus- note. Yeah, I mean, hello, <laughs> are you listening, Kathleen Turner? Um, I always that's not uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, Kathleen I was like Kathleen Turner's Turner that actress. Um, I was like, why does she have the same name as that actress? Um, I just think it's so interesting how they industrialize the entire universe of Avatar, which was so cool. Yeah. So it's like it's going to be interesting to watch them de-industrialize or de-technology something. I, I hope a little bit like they, you know, I-, I thought the structure of Star Wars was kind of set up that we're when we the the four, five, and six are kind of this rusted old you right. know, Republican uh, empire in decay, and that. The prequels yeah. and the things Where before that were like the high society. Thing. Well, it's like Roman Empire in the Dark Ages. Is yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. Way to describe yeah. it. So who knows what it'll be two hundred before that? I just think it'll be. Inter- I hope they play with the setting enough so it doesn't. It isn't just like an expanded version of what the prequel yeah. universe. There's definitely like. a lot it's, more space for them to stretch out their legs on. And they were talking about the Outer Rim being involved. I think in many of these comics. Yeah, so they're like going to be sort of like outlaws. Wild there. West. Yeah. Um, what. And- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody's on board. Um, and it'll be all new characters, which is cool. And we'll still have a Yoda. You know, Yoda the, will still be around because you he's know, two hundred years. End of the last issue of like the big event, they'll be like, "But who are you?" And they'll be like, "I'm Ruby Skywalker." <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no, I hope not. <laughs> I will rip up those comics, uh, even I, if I'm reading them on. Call Comicology. me Ruby Vader. <laughs> I I'm excited. I'm going to be reading all these comics and definitely the Charles Sewell. Uh, Charles was a good writer. Yeah, like what he, did he do? I, he, that name seems very familiar. Uh, well, he astonishing X Men. Okay. Um, the what? The run? Years. The most recent run? Oh, with, Darth Vader and yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, and yeah. Oh yes, I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, he's very good. Um, so uh, staying with Disney for a second, uh, Bob Iger. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. Iger. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like that you're interested in pronouncing the name correctly, because obviously CEOs related to Disney aren't something we're super interested in getting right. <laughs> <laughs> we never do. So uh, he's stepping down as the CEO of Disney, and he's naming uh, Bob, another Bob, Bob Chapek. I guess you got to be named Too Bob to Bobs. run Disney. Um, so that's pretty big, because like, Iger's been the CEO of Disney for a long, long, long time. 
and he, he like oversaw the expansion of like Lucasfilm, Marvel, all that stuff. He's, he's also a lot more attractive than I thought. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I was into it. I'm just seeing this photo now. I'm like, that's what he looks no. like. He took over after Bob Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob Disney. Um, yeah, I think this is this. I mean, he's going to be executive chairman until 2021, so there's obviously a lot of lead time for that. Um, I like the idea of kind of someone knowing when to remove themselves, but that's kind of terrifying. It's a little like, I mean, he's done, it's, but he it's, like did the Fox contract. He got Disney plus launch. He like, did Pixar as well. Pixar is the, the acquisition and the growth of this company over the past couple of years. Yeah. Are, I did say on, um, that he's probably the best thing that happened to Disney since Walt Disney. Totally. Now, Walt of, Disney was a Nazi. I mean, <laughs> well, the world hasn't changed that much. Ke- Kevin Feige is still going to be there, so it's kind of fine. Yeah. It's, it, but also, for, like, he's, he's just taking like some other executive role, so he's just not going to be at the very top. He's but still he's, in the creative He'll still process. be around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's switch over to Kevin Feige then. Yeah. Okay. Give me some Kevin Feige. He, I mean, there came out Mark Ruffalo. He, he is in love with spoiling every single thing ever and saying more than he needs to say in all interviews. So he commented on the fact that Kevin Feige almost quit over the lack, lack of diversity that was going on in the Marvel movies because that piece of shit. Ike Perlmutter? Yeah, that monster. <laughs> Trump's that best sucks. comic friend ever was, is just a garbage human being. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Kevin Feige didn't quit. He's just tried to make the MCU better and more inclusive. Yeah. So um, speaking of other people uh, being fired or stepping down, uh, Dan Didio of DC Comics, uh, who has been with the company since 2002 and oversaw a bunch of revamps, including the new 52 DC Rebirth. And they're about <laughs> to go into G5, which is a nut- yet another revamp. But um, DC got rid of him. Um, so very, all of very his recently. failures, all of his bad shit that he did, <laughs> that kind of hobbled the well, company. After a year of doing, uh, the first year would be good, and then it would slowly e- economically fuck him up. Yeah. Um, well, and he, he's a lot less attractive than Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just a <laughs> right correlation now about people's looks. For me, for me, I don't know what everybody else is. Do, oh, can okay. you put a so Adam's together. saying, "I'm glad he's out." <laughs> <laughs> if you needed to add uh, add another thing on that list, he's not attractive to me. Yeah, I I was not a fan of a lot of his decisions, but Rebirth overall has been pretty good. Like from that, 2016 I, on. Yeah, but I was like out of necessity because he fucked up so hard. I know. Yeah. Well, but I think it's the, doesn't it depend on was the actual was the new fifty two really that bad or yeah, was it just it was that really people awful, bad. Was stupid, it was and a waste really of everyone's bad. life? Jesus Christ! Well, because uh, usually I just you know like when fans don't like something and then they have to rebound because what if you know well Hawks and Pox is actually good if like people are just like no I want the shitty X Men you mean so, like how uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is doing like tons and tons of money because they fix that yeah, shit? Yeah, it's true. As a DC breeder, uh, long time DC a reader, DC like breeder. the <laughs> DC breeder. <laughs> You're that, straight? Are you fucking your comments? <laughs> no, I like to breed bread. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Gross. It's called baking. Don't ever, don't like don't ever say those words to, to me <laughs> or make eye contact at the same time. That's, that's yeah, gays how can I breed. Have that's you seen those words? Terrible porno titles. <laughs> gays can, I don't oh. think they're terrible, but go on. <laughs> well, as uh, someone who's been reading DC Comics for a long time, um, the era right before New 52 was definitely not a great time. Like a lot of, a lot of, creators left it was just like most of the comics were very insular and bad new 52 seemed like a really cool idea but the only one that was successful was scott snyder's batman everything else just seemed 
very like 90s image early like 90s oh, marvel like, cool yeah, yeah. Well, and it was funny because bob harris was the editor-in-chief at the time and he was the guy who oversaw the x-men line in the 90s and so he wanted that entire like kind of like uh, aesthetic and like uh like stuff that he thought sold uh back in that back in the day but it just didn't work it was just it felt like a really bad fit so mm-hmm. so hopefully dc will have a uh, stronger and better leadership moving on oh, they need to work on shit I feel bad for them, actually. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, so uh, there are uh, rumors out there uh, that Allison Brie uh, might be uh, playing. This might be st- all right, This might be stupid. It is. A- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. This is stupid. It's there's no might about it. Okay. Yeah, this is stupid. But uh, rumors are out there about Allison Brie being She-Hulk in so the Disney Plus think? show. <clears throat> I am into it. I'm I, into it. Okay. I'll 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 I- entertain it. I don't think she has any oh, gravitas at Ryan all. Ryan Crow would deign to entertain it. Well, I think she's a good I said actress. I won't pass the amendment. I think she's a good actress at playing very similar types. Well, so I just watched um, Horse Girl, and it was pretty. Um, oh yeah, how was that? Wasn't rough. It oh, I wanted to see it. Kind of. I mean, it was interesting, but yeah. it just kind of. I just. It, I don't so, know. but I, I, and again, I don't know too much about She Hulk overall as a character and in fact i was laughing to myself when we saw this news come up because i realized as a child i used to think she hulk was black um for some reason in my head i just like she was green well yeah for i don't like i i had never known who like her real identity was for because i never read the comics i just sort of saw the image and i just like assumed for some reason i just assumed she was like uh, a black woman did you just think that green people were black when no you were a child? but for some reason i don't know i think it was like the way they like like they drew her more like features or like her hair. Like she okay. was, I don't uh, um, we don't need to get into so that. So what else yeah. happened? But either way, what I was going to say was the, the, the bigger thing that I realized was, um, Allison Brie, I think is at least from what I've really little read about she Hulk and her like non she Hulk persona. I actually think she's a great fit. And I also think the MCU needs a lot more, uh, comedic female characters yeah so we have spider-man we have ant-man we have basically every fucking lead and every mm-hmm. like white man lead in every single marvel movie i agree we need a lot more of the people that are not just like playing off of those characters and i think it would be a great way to take i'm sure they'll actually probably do it with um miss marvel as well mm-hmm. um kamala khan's character because i know she's like more sprightly but like i do think that there needs to be more comedic females and i know that allison Bree's great at it i yeah. don't know if i, I don't just know if think she would fit she-hulk like, is far too sure of herself i think mm. you're going the exact opposite in terms of how much you know about she-hulk but isn't but i maybe it's because i read that shitty series no that the you really bad recent yeah. oh it was fucking that's awful. what's in and my head literally had nothing to do with the character it was my so my, off okay. from what everything else was yeah she's a character that's very irreverent she breaks the fourth wall a lot um like she's just to your point adam she's very comedic and to clark's Certainly. point she's very and very sure of herself so yeah, I think actually that's a good point. I do like Alison Brie a lot. I, I loved her yeah. in uh, Glow. I love her as Diane and Bojack Horseman. Um, I think Man. she's very into Community Mad Community as well. Community, like she's just fantastic. But you do need somebody who doesn't have that kind of like aw shucks, you know, like uh, ingenue but, vibe but isn't about that her. A little bit of the character, a little bit. No. I mean, at first I was anti her, and then more I thought about it, I'm like, she's actually kind well, of... Who, well, who she takes the piss of, on herself? Piss on herself? Me, like, that's not the phrase at yeah, all, but she does. Me. But she's tough, girl. Are but you saying think? Allison Brie pisses on herself? Oh yes. Boop, now, boop, 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 boop. I'm glad you made my, a worse statement than my She-Hulk Get commentary. my Patreon. Um, no, well, what, that, what I assume, too, is that if the show's going to play off of courtroom, like, 
action because I don't want a daredevil. I don't want like shitty serious courtroom drama. <laughs> That's not well, She-Hulk at all. No, it's no. not. It's like goofy. But a- Allison Brie is the person who's gonna fumble her like notebook as she's walking in in the folder so that she you walks know, into the courtroom. You know, who Allison Brie should play <laughs> Kitty Pride. That's yeah. a good one. Who would you Who would you pick maybe for She-Hulk it's- if you had an idea? I was going to suggest Emma Watson. Uh, she's always like a very confident character. Character. I don't think I she has enough it. stature in her non-She-Hulk. Which but Emma? Like, like Emma look Stone. at Mark Ruffalo. I mean, I think he's done really well as the Hulk. And That's fair. He doesn't see, to me, he didn't seem like he had the disposition for it. Well, But his character is supposed to start out kind of like that. She's already kind of like, like... A, a meek, kind of smart, but dumb Kind well, of goofy guy. Okay, at the well, same so time. wait. So you guys know She Hulk the best, or maybe all three of you do. So why don't you give us like the wow. biggest traits of the characters? No, <laughs> shit, so then br- shit, so we Brent. can start. So we can start. We can actually cast based She's on who She Hulk should be. Highly sexual. Okay. Um, Allison Breeze out. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very confident. Um, she is like very. She's got a lot of friends in the Marvel universe. She's not one of those people that's like an outsider. Okay. She's like everybody knows her. Everybody likes her. Even the people that are like kind of eh about her, like, oh well, she's charming, um, and she sometimes like just has to deal with like you know being down on the luck at times as as an, as an attorney. So what about you need Emma you need Stone to have somebody who's got work, Emma think. Stone yeah, woodwork. I, I agree with that. Like you need somebody who can show some vulnerability, but it's... needs to have a fairly tough exterior. The what only, thi- the only thing is, this character is going to start out as a in a Disney Plus series, and it's going to move to a movie. I think like a really big star probably would just want a movie. So, yeah. like, Emma Stone probably wouldn't do a Disney Plus series Correct. first. Yeah. If she's what going a- into multiple movies. No, I mean, she's too busy, though. If yeah. she's, I mean, if she sees how well, I mean, if the other Disney Plus Marvel shows work really well, then maybe she might be enticed by a paycheck. And, and at this point, every actor in the known world will be in the MCU. So, like, we're running out of character. We're running what out about, of actual actors. What about Gina Rodriguez? You would say no to that? She already said no to it. What about Gina she Davis? She would, actually. I would like her to do that. She would be she really would be good. Be really she good. was fantastic. But what she's about, a totally different... What about Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, <laughs> for everything. She's got a plan for it. Actually, Kristen Bell would be good at it. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, okay. I could feel that. No. She's, I don't think so. I feel that more she's than... She's too cutesy. Emma, if you're getting her get face mad, is too cutesy. Emma Stone is too cutesy. Giant eyeballs. <laughs> hey, baby doll eyes. That's yeah. gorgeous. That's gorgeous. I, I told you that um, some guy I went on a date with like two months ago said he punched her in the face when yeah. they were in oh, high school. Yes, I wish she was okay, not telling us this story. Uh, what about Katie Holmes? She needs a, she needs a rebound. <laughs> she needs yeah. to be she was in the, the boy, baby. too, the Brams. Is, is uh, Scarlett Johansson available? <laughs> or, what are you going to uh, say, Lena Dunham next? Steve Ew. Buscemi. Uh, <laughs> that I would watch. <laughs> it's Steve Buscemi in drag. I could go for like a Charlize Theron. No, oh, oh, fuck yeah. Well, she could do anything. And I'd yeah, be like, no, oh, I think watch. she can. Save she her can for play weird else. as well. Margot Robbie. No, <laughs> no, Charlize Theron is gonna end up as a villain totally. in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Like, could you? Like, perfect, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's just gonna go back. They'll recast her. Yeah, exactly. They'll she, redo She's it. gonna be like a female Galactus. They're just gonna <laughs> revamp the whole character. Galactica. She'd be good at like the Enchantress. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That would for be awesome. sure. Should be all great. right. All right. Let's get our my so, Patreon. So in going. conclusion, Allison Bree's pretty okay at it. Do you kind of? I would now, Clark. I think you do. <laughs> I wouldn't hate I it. Is that do. where we headed at the I end? I think. Well, I think you're probably more worried about what it could mean for how they would treat the character yeah. in the series. So I think that's totally respectable. Based on like I like I said, I used the most recent series that I read to be like, oh, she's great for that if they do a good good version of it. 
but I I have I worry that that's how they always set up mostly like especially female led court dramas unfortunately it's like always like oops it seems like <laughs> they're literally making Ally McBeal yeah that's like, well that's in my head as I read that comic that's what I was thinking Ooga but and that's literally Ooga no but it's not the, it's Opposite. the worst way to do it yeah uh, Calista Flockhart let's get her, Ew, get her back. she's be gonna awful. be well she was already in a uh, Superwoman girl girl yep wow so <laughs> so uh, Marvel announced that uh, they are going to do a special edition of Giant Size X-Men for like the original Giant Size X-Men from the 70s with 37 different modern artists each drawing <laughs> the uh, the different page of the comic I'm kind of here for this because uh, <laughs> Dave Cockrum did a really nice job but obviously it's a very 70s look so I'm just really curious to see what different artists, how they interpret those pages. Can't we just have one artist? I'm sorry, but I don't want to turn a page and like my eyes have to adjust every single time. Or maybe, you know, 32, 37 artists all do it. One page. Yeah, one each, no, no, no. Each one panel. does all of it. They each one, sit each one picks a character and then <laughs> it's like that failed image series that they tried to do where they had all their characters come together and only got through one issue because oh, it was yes. too difficult. Oh, that's with all the original founders. Yeah. Like, yeah, Todd McFarlane After and Rob Layfield. Marvel 1000, was it, where every page was a different one? Yeah. I don't want this at yeah. all. It's hectic as shit. The reason why I don't mind it for this, because this is a it's story a we thing. all know. Yeah. We've already seen it. So it's just it's a, a, an interpretation of something. Rather than if it being a new story, I would hate that. I would almost rather that they did, over the course of a year, every week they released a new issue with that person drawing the entire issue. Not, would sell, not sell so, giant size X Men number one, then over could, and over again. But then you could buy the giant size, giant size. <laughs> that's X-Men. what I, that's what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not no, what you were saying. Yes, says, yes, that was what I was each saying. One of, no, that, Every artist does all of it. Oh, you explained it very poorly. It's like I you said made it sound like thirty-seven words, people would be. Every it. artist does all of it. I you thought you meant all of it, meaning so. Every then you guys like, all started screaming, and I said, "So there'd be thirty-seven <laughs> issues, one by each artist," and you guys are. Going, this thing was ruined. <laughs> well, you, you you said it in a very nebulous way. Yeah, why you work on your clarity? <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, so let's talk about some queers. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Superman Red Sun is coming out as an animated feature. Um, if you haven't read the graphic novel, it is an Elseworld that takes place in the early part of the 20th century, where a uh, young Kal El lands in the Soviet Union. And gets adopted by Joseph Stalin and becomes That's sweet. the Man of Steel, which is also the name of Joseph Stalin. In Russia, they call me Superman. Yeah, it's weird. I I, do, I don't like Red Sun, honestly. Uh, it's okay. I think yeah. it's I think uh, it's an it's Mark Miller, Mark Millar, like who has done some <laughs> okay stuff. The art's beautiful, I think, mm-hmm. um, and it's an okay Elseworld. Uh, the, what's interesting about the movie is they basically they explicitly say that. Uh, Diana Wonder Woman is queer. She's Ryan, gay. can you say the quote? Because <laughs> I don't want Kaylin. God, I would love to. Um, uh, so so Superman is hitting That's on Wonder so Woman. Mean. He sort of like <laughs> kind of goes in for a kiss, and she's like, no, 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 and she, uh, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then she goes, I come from an island of all women. Work it out for yourself, <laughs> bitch. Uh, she doesn't say. So what, what say Ryan said it dumber mean? than what you would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what was your question? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I asked, oh. what does that mean? It, it means she's a lesbian. Don't, an- <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> Superman's dumb, though. Maybe you should go. No, his name is Brent, not bigger. Superman. 
Uh, I think it's this cool. is very exciting. That's super cool. I mean, this also is one of their main like flagship animated movies, so it's not like it's just popping up in a random yeah. episode of a show. And Jimmy Olsen is black in this one, and he's oh. the president. I it, think he's the president. How the fuck does someone like Jimmy Olsen, a uh, newspaper like cameraman, extraordinary, get all the way pulled to? It's presidency? called America, Adam. <laughs> It's um, uh, it's it's great though that they're actually featuring one of their ma- like their main character female yeah. as yeah like a lesbian. It's rather than some side back character. They did that also in Grant Morrison's Wonder Woman Earth One. Like you know how they had those Earth One graphic novels. They were for Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Teen Titans. So for Wonder Woman, they've basically explicitly made some of the Amazons uh, lesbian and. Candy, uh, the character Candy, they made her a lesbian in that as well. In so, the general, in the the regular comic universe, mm-hmm. is is she not bisexual? Or like they are? Uh, I think she's bisexual. Bisexual. Yeah. Greg Rucker's I, run basically said, yeah. like, look, Played she's with that. Yeah, yeah, she's she had female lovers. She's had male lovers. So isn't it kind of annoying though that the way they're doing it is like. Oh yeah, uh, Diana. She's a lesbian, but like in an alternate universe, well, like the re- well, not in this one. But that's for the reason sure. why I think it works because at least in the regular comic universe, yeah. they've played with that character reality before. Well, uh, or gone, and I mean, there's tons of like bisexual women that are in relationships with men for the rest of their life. Like it's not like they can't. They still bisexual, like which I think is actually kind of a cool take on it. That's not they're always like constantly just deciding on romantic leads for her. Well, about 10 years ago, uh, DC made news by saying Green Lantern is gay. Earth oh, it was the was Earth the 2 Green Lantern. I was like... <laughs> I love that. That's... I loved it too, but like, I was like, everybody was like, oh my God, Hal Jordan's gay. I'm like, no bitch, it's Alan I Scott. know. And then I started reading, I was like, this isn't the actual... <laughs> well, and what's yeah. funnier is that if you said Green Lantern is gay, everyone would be like, which one of the regular universe? Because aren't there like, you're there's like, all of them. You're right? like, that, that cat that spews out blood. <laughs> You're but like, it came great. out right after. Oh, the, Dexter, <laughs> Clark's favorite familiar. I yeah. love it. <laughs> but it came out right after uh, the Ryan Reynolds movie, so everybody thought that oh. Green Lantern, even though it bombed. That's yes. what people remembered it. Yeah, as, yeah. So I'm sure somebody around was like, Ryan Reynolds is gay. <laughs> So, uh, so let's talk about some other super famous Marvel characters instead who are quasi gay-ish or oh. bi. Yeah, popped out. So we've got uh, five comics that we're going to go through. Um, it's X-Men number seven, Giant Size X-Men number one with Jean and Emma, X-Force number eight, uh, New Mutants number eight, and then the second issue of X-Men Fantastic Four. Let's start with X-Men, which has some queer stuff in it. It definitely has some queer it stuff. Is, it's not alluded to it, at it, this uh, point. It's... It's neon it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in text now they, yeah, at this point. They didn't like say, hey, we had some gay sex last yeah. night, but it's basically on point. It, yeah. it, it came up actually twice, and we'll get into it later when we re- review Giant Size X-Men number one, but yeah. like, t- talk about X-Men number seven. So yeah. um, X-Men number seven, um, uh, Scott and Logan are at the Summer's house, which is on the moon. Where and- he lives in oh. sin. <laughs> <laughs> You sound, like, yeah. you sound like you like the son of a preacher man. I am. Um, so uh, they are in. They're in the house, and uh, Scott's talking about going to Chandelar, which is the Shi'ar homeworld, and he's going to like take the kids. and And he's like, Logan, you should come. It's like you know, like it's got beautiful sights. Like, um, and uh, Logan goes like like Jean in a bikini, and then and Scott goes like Scott in a speedo. The and he's scenery like, at that place is something else. I, they are having. Ryan, please read as Cyclops. <laughs> they are all kinds All right, K- of sex. Kaylin, you're interrupting. 
the scenery at this place is something else. No, no, <laughs> stop, stop, stop it. He's Wolverine. You're I Cyclops. know, but I wanted you. Well, you already said it. It sure is. <laughs> Fireworks. Keep going, you fool. Oh, genie in a bikini. Scott in a speedo. <laughs> well, who could say no to that? Mm, that was scene. This Awful, is, Brian. This is literally the scene in Rick and Morty of we sh- they're filming this new Star Wars down on the coast. Yeah. <laughs> we should go check it out. Maybe, Maybe we'll see Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> All right, let's actually talk about the comic because it is a phenomenal oh, issue. Uh, so good. So it's no, the, wait, the one line I always say, it's the, when Cyclops comes in, it says, it's all that hair, too hot for covers, and it's too cool without him. Oh. Basically, so that means that they were spooning if the hair is too hot for him. Yeah. So where's Jean during that? She's just on the opposite side Jean's of the bed. Jean's hanging out with Emma. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, She's having her own like finger bang session. So, Kayla, uh, what happened in the issue? So uh, they introduce <laughs> uh, the Crucible, which we find out uh, is a way to... Um, uh, a ritual to get the depowered mutants from M Day, uh, when Wanda said no more mutants, to get their power back. But the ritual is incredibly brutal, and it's really kind of hard to watch. Did anyone else hear Carousel? Carousel. Logan's run. Nope. Yeah. No. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Actually, I did. I I definitely got a feel for that uh, too. Thank you. Why is the ritual so brutal? Did you not read the comic? Why, no, I mean I know they have to kill them, but like why they have to? Well, because you they're fighting apocalypse and they have to be killed by apocalypse, and he's also verbally abusing them. No, but that's what I, I mean. I think, like, it, I think it has to be brutal because there is the rule of kill no man, and so this person has to be willing to die in combat. There you oh, go. There you go. That's right. That that's it. Is good. That's yeah. a much better explanation than did you read the comic? <laughs> but did you read the comic? No, yeah, I knew I mean I know how it worked. I just thought it was surprisingly well, weird. We just need Brent to walk in and say, like, this is what this is about. Yeah. yeah. And also I, like they they have to earn their way back. Yeah, to that's being fair mean, too. I like so. it's it's a little well, it, it this whole crucible thing is why Storm screams when every time someone gets resurrected. <laughs> like this is just what? like that more brutalistic like You uh, are mute. No, this was the first time Crucible ever happened. Sorry mm-hmm. for derailing it. So they're going through the process of Crucible. Right. So and it uh happens to be uh which Guthrie's sibling, what's her name again? Uh, Melody. Melody. And Melody her uh, mutant Arrow. name is Arrow. So she was depowered and she goes through all of it. Logan wants no part of it. Scott feels conflicted, and Logan even tells him, go talk to a priest. So he goes to talk to Nightcrawler. Uh, and Nightcrawler and Cyclops, they end up having a very interesting philosophical discussion about about whether this process needs needs to go, needs to happen. And at the very end, Nightcrawler goes, I think I need to start a new mutant religion, <laughs> which I fucking loved. Exciting. Um, it is such a powerful issue, uh, but also it made me feel really uneasy Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. of they're building their own culture, which seems incredibly alien, and mm-hmm. it seems very uh, just so different from what's happened before. And I think, I mean, that is definitely intentional. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, um, it gave me goosebumps reading it. Yeah. It's so good. So Krakoa making basically this temple that only someone like Nightcrawler could get into mm-hmm. seems like there's more oh, uh, yeah. activity that Krakoa is trying to encourage on the world. I had a question, though, because the only time we see Krakoa's face is with, uh, what's his name? Cypher. Cypher and Warlock. Warlock. In theory, Warlock. Yes. So Cyclops turns to look, and he sees Cypher, Warlock, and Krakoa Mm -hmm. sitting there kind of having coffee. 
And then we look away back at Cyclops and Warlock is gone. Yeah, and he's actually part of him then. What do we make of that? I don't know. I think Doug is going a little bit crazy, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, I think he's basically consumed Warlock. And Krakoa is basically consuming Doug, Doug Lock as well. So it's like mm. just all of that together. It's creepy, though. It's it's a really freaky issue. Do you think... Uh, well, my interpretation of it was that this is like them almost in a weird way practicing, like, can we separate the two using Krakoa? And that what you're actually seeing is like a physical manifestation of Doug fused with Krakoa trying to create Warlock separately. I took it more as he's going insane, but yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But wouldn't then, then well, be but Cyclops, Cyclops is the one, who the one it, yeah. who's insane because it's through his eyes. Oh, that that's true. So you think it's like they're working on something behind the scenes. Yes. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. It it alludes to so much that even though the side stuff that they do with the Nightcrawler Tower and then also the like the Douglock stuff, it's 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 so it's got so many layers. I'm this, so I mean, excited. I mean, there's a reason why um, this is a flagship book, and, and not just because it's called X Men. It is by far the best thing that's coming oh, out of Donovan. Like every issue is just yeah. seems to be better than the last one, and it's giving us more and more. And I love the way he's doing it. Um, like it's not a continuation of the previous issue. It's just a snapshot of a different aspect of the story that he wants to tell. I did have yeah. to literally do a because I uh, we can probably slide into giant size X Men, but ooh, ooh, yeah, because that I was I forgot about Storm's whole thing with the uh, children of the vault. vault, and I just was like, as I got done with giant size X Men, I was like, oh my god, that's right, those people are still in there. <laughs> like I did yeah. completely forgot about Those that entire issues, plot line yeah. that came out. Laura, um, Darwin, and Sink. Sink, that's so right. I just wanted to say that I think in like one issue or like all these issues that's going on with X Men that they have uh, Hickman has fixed Cyclops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And made him just. I mean, I always liked him, but Marvel's no longer shitting on him left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And team Cyclops. Um, did you so, guys any? Yeah, sorry, the last thing I wanted to ask. Did you guys get any feel for like Excalibur from that sword, mm. that whole sword thing? I know it's not that because they tried to bury it, but I don't know. But Melody can fucking fight even when yeah, she's in human right. form. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, how, how, how are you jumping? Kentucky, everybody can what's fight her, from there. This I fucking mean, midsummer so, bitch I know is gotta move on, But what's her story? Because so, I, I didn't so realize she so many barely Guthrie's. was important. Yeah. She was yeah, barely in it, but but she's part of the Guthrie family. So right. that's Cannonball and Husks and Woody. And also they show um, there are a bunch Joshua, of others who also was. Uh, what's her actual power set? I'm assuming she can fly. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Arrow. So what's going on, Kaylin? So Giant Size X-Men number one. It's the first of the five Giant Size that are coming out. They're not that giant, though. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, they're just regular issues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like slightly longer. Yeah. Uh, and this one features Jean and Emma. And it, uh, you you know, as Adam said, Storm was um, in a coma following uh, the, her interaction with the Children of the Vault. Emma and Jean go into her mind to figure out what's happening. Um, and... The whole thing is just one big homage to New X-Men number 121 from 2002. It is. Will you explain what that was about? So that was uh, during the Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly run um, when uh, uh, they introduced Cassandra Nova as the big bad for that Mm -hmm. run of X-Men. And so that month, uh, every Marvel comic had a thing uh, called Nuff Said. Joe Quesada, who was the uh, editor-in-chief, wanted to do a silent issue where the art carried everything. Yeah. So in that issue of New X-Men, um, 
Emma and Jean go into Professor X's mind and they find out that uh, Cassandra Nova was his twin from the womb and how which like what her plan is to try to destroy everything and destroy Professor yes. X. And at the very end, they basically they actually speak. They break the rule of uh, of the of that comic, and they um, they say that Cassandra Nova uh, is Professor X's twin, and here's what right. she's going to do. So this comic one one it's very beautiful. Yes. Russell Dowderman uh, is a fucking god. I mean, his his gorgeous. style is just beautiful. But uh, there's an homage, and then there's just straight up ripping off. And I felt like I got such like I've seen this before. Uh, uh, and I was very annoyed that um, it was just almost like a panel for panel recreation of New X Men number one twenty one. I expected more from from Hickman. I mean, clearly with X Men number seven coming out this week, uh, which is a phenomenal book, um, just shows that like what he's capable of. And this was just it was just kind of disappointing. Do you to me. think he saw it more as like a labor of imitation is the best form of flattery kind of sure, thing? Sure, but he's better than that well i know but i'm just like how long will that issue what came out 18 years ago right like sooner or later you do have to pay homage to something i mean i get what you're saying i think it also just generally falls into the trope of like a small like i've seen it there's been tv shows like this there's been like it's all it's beyond even that like i do think that there's a repetitive technique if teeny howard wrote this i'd be like oh that's oh good for her that's good if she John, didn't write anything. Well, because John, but Jonathan Hickman is just too fucking talented <laughs> to do this, yeah. in my opinion. Poor it, oh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, I think that, that, like, when you're thinking about what, how do I want to convey an idea I have? What medium do I want to use? The reason why you would pick comics is because you want to strike a balance between really stunning images, the ability to move through time quickly, and being able to have introspective kind of uh, um, journeys for, for people. Like this seemed like, oh, this would be much more interesting to watch on a TV screen. Yeah, I'm just yeah. flipping through moment to moment. I feel w- that. when I don't feel like that is the this is not the best vehicle for that kind of thing, especially because we've seen it done so many times better elsewhere. That so the the reason why I brought up the TV show replication or movie or whatever it is, like the scenes idea, is because I was thinking of the BoJack Horseman underwater episode. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me a lot of that where it's like everything's just happening. You can feel and see all the emotion. So like I did not having really remembered that I liked it more. I could totally understand why you're just like, okay. I also don't feel like I've necessarily fully attached I think I don't know if you read that issue. That I probably, to. yeah. I mean, I did read a lot of the. I can't remember if I did or not. But either way, like, I don't remember it well enough that I was like, oh, this was cool. But I also don't feel like there was enough emotional heft mm-hmm. that this felt really that impactful. I think it's a beautiful issue. Yeah. The artwork is fantastic. And I think it's like a cute, like, setup storyline and like getting to see the, the foursome, I guess, that we're calling them now, like, interact in a way that's like just more every day. I think that, like, for the Bojack episode, the reason why that's interesting is because what you're getting out of it is relational. Right. So the best, the most interesting thing for me was when uh, uh, the Gene and Emma are facing these two giant, you know, shadow cats. Mm-hmm. And. They're trying to convey what yes. their relationship is with Storm. And uh, Gene makes like a symbol of friendship. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Emma uh-huh. is trying to accurately reflect, oh, I guess we kind of like <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's It really shows a lot of depth and history. That's without, the best page in the comic. Without, yeah. without 
words. It is the best page, and it is also the one that is the most original mm. in the series because there is nothing, uh, no antecedent uh, from New X-Men number 121. Also, Long-Haired Storm Panther is kind of creepy looking. And I like the fact that that is the male, is seemingly her yeah. in that case. Oh, because she's got the mane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So so pa- Black Panther's a bottom in. <laughs> that's that's that. the takeaway. Yeah, it's it's just not as impactful. I think you're right, Adam. It's uh, it's a good issue. If it, I think if it almost didn't pay that much, if it wasn't so clearly trying to cater to that, yeah. it would be better. I'm I surprised agree. you weren't jerking off from White Queen uh, drinking out of a flask. That was exactly a panel that was in. Uh, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, you're like the it's comic. like it's the real. It one. is. It is. Like he, like Russell Dowderman, who is a brilliant artist, is taking homage uh, after homage okay. of the Frank Quietly. I'm, yeah, I misunderstood when you said. I thought you meant like I didn't realize it was that close to the actual it is, story. Like I was reading it this morning, and I was like, "I've seen it. I heard I've it. seen this. Yeah, so, you know that is weird. I think it was more worth it. I I got um the physical copy. I think it's much more worth it, worth it to have it in physical form. Oh, Ooh, I can see that. Like everything is gorgeous to the point where I'm literally like touching it. I can yeah. see it. I can feel it instead Stop of just like looking through so a fucking much. screen. Yeah. Also, doesn't everyone want an elephant with butterfly wings? Yes. Yeah, bitch. I Who doesn't? Won't. I would love one. Yeah. Also, smashing the, pumpkins. The on reveal me. at the end. I don't know how this fits in. in in terms of like the storyline for the greater Dawn of X storyline. Yeah. Because it just goes Children of the Vault gave Storm a machine virus that will kill her in 30 days. Yeah. And it's like, got to be tight. I mean, it's right? showing back up in three months. I know. When yeah. Storm has about. her. Oh, her giant size X-Men. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll weave it in other ways too. So the next up uh, is X-Force number eight. And Ryan, do you want to take us away on that one? Yeah. Um. So it actually opens with Domino killing one of the doppelgangers. Uh, that was in the last issue. Um, they sort of have a little scuffle, and then um, Domino gets the best of the. What are we calling these things? Opposite dominoes. Luckle gangers. Domino. <laughs> Domino. They aren't. Domino. She better don't. Um, so <laughs> she ends up killing one. Her luck actually ends up getting a little bit better through it too. So she finds a four leaf clover, um, and then Sage being probably the smartest person in the goddamn world finds like a way to figure <laughs> out where that. they are based on four leaf clover showing up uh, and they find out it's in Russia. So when anything's Russian, you have to bring Colossus. <laughs> um, so they have a sort of interaction. It was a couple intimate moments, which are, which are really great, actually. I'm glad Colossus. I like them together. I do, too. Me too. I'm they're, shipping it. I don't ship very, much, I but like I'm shipping them. this. They're, they're such fun. a better couple than Kitty and him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, so it's much adult. Better. It's adult. Yes. It is, yes. Um, and then so they, they uh, actually find a train that is, has a bunch of these on it. They over uh, they they basically take over the train. They they kill all of them, but Domino dies in the process as well. And then at the very tippity end, is that something? Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> that, uh, that's we, what they call tails on snakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a shadowy figure uh, within the Xeno organization and saying basically like there might be someone deeper uh, and more into it. I, was, I, I actually thought they were going to reveal who the shadowy figure <laughs> Same. was. Yeah. It was a bit odd that they closed When, when you have a that. shadowy figure, it's the last panel is usually that shadowy figure. And it's figure an entire reveal. page. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And I was like, wait, wait, where's I, the next page? And he's holding a thing of brandy. I, yeah. I really kind of enjoyed that a lot because I, as I started, I was doing like the panel to panel read on Comicsology. I was like, oh boy. I know exactly. Yeah. Here we go. I was like, you're getting a little erection, yeah. and you're like, I was, I was like, what the fuck? I think it's a much better way of building. Oh, totally. Interest in the story. 
I just I thought it was a huge like mind fuck to us as readers, especially if you're reading panel by panel, because you're like, here we go, we're gonna get that full screen image yeah. of some yeah. random fucking person from twenty it's years Magneto ago. It's again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be Mojo, yeah. <laughs> just to piss off Brent. It's um, I I will say this this is probably one of the weaker X Force uh, issues. I agree with that. Um, the story itself is just okay. Um, I like the relationship between Domino and Colossus, but the good, the best thing was that Sage way of figuring out where the, yes. the like, it was so cool. Yeah, I, I love her so much. This writer really like wants to make it seem like he's investigating something, when, which is really cool. When she's not written by Claremont, she's great. <laughs> yeah. There is a, a lot of the stories that involve her in some capacity and i really like that it kind of builds her as this important central character because she is helping everyone find everything so if something happens to her yeah well they're even doing with that with uh was it celia i mean celia reyes obviously like she had that big when she was first introduced she was like obviously a main character but i love that they just x-men have a doctor now like so they always can go to and i think it's great that sage is the technologist uh, Beast is like the biologist. Forge is the weapon man. Like there's like it's the nice that they weaponologist. It's good that they always have these characters. <laughs> Favorite that, class in college that don't have to go into the field, but can always be completely interacted with and also still participate and have good character interactions. Not just like here I am, your data dump for more exposition. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, new new mutants number eight. Uh, it is an Ed Brisson issue. Ho hum. Uh, it's the best of the Ed, Ed Brisson issues. It, it is low the fucking best. bar. It is because yeah. magma. Is in there. Yeah. yeah. We get to see Nova Roma again. Clark, uh, you want to tell us what happened? Oh, God. No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan likes Boom Boom, so do it. Okay, so Magma takes Boom Boom in armor to Nova Roma, which is a made up <laughs> uh, old Roman empire that happens to be in Brazil. You know, it's that made old... up in our world, not made up in theirs. And just correct, be, yeah. This is all like a like pre-established. Yes. Oh yeah, ongoing. So, so this is how magma was first introduced yeah, exactly. to new mutants. Magma. Wait, it's not like that's it's not like New Amsterdam or like New York or whatever. No, it's in the middle of the jungle. Like it's supposed to be like it's like settled it, by it's, Rome. It's it's a yeah. lost. Romans? It was supposed to be a lost city. Just of Rome. Go with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's very. I was like, oh, they just called it Nova Rome. If you're gonna no. run with Costa it's been Perdita, like you forty can years run with Nova worth Rome. of comics that it. It's yeah. it's literally probably one of the worst things that New Mutants did with this whole stupid. I I hated it. Did you guys no. like it at all? Okay. Nova Roma. Yeah. Not really. It's tough. Um. Basically, it's just a setting for it. I'm hoping. I hope they don't revisit it. Right. But uh, they go there to stop some um some mutants that are actually trying to get through the gates, but they're being stopped because of these giant fucking crazy monsters are trying to eat them. So one of them gets free. Um. And then the team sort of bands together to actually stop them, destroys them. On the uh, on the other side of it, Sebastian Shaw goes to the cartel that were involved in the last storyline. Mm-hmm. And brokers a deal with a competing cartel to actually, uh, like, basically fuck them over. I loved him in this issue. That's a great. He's a cunt. Final like scene is fantastic. I love it. Where he's yeah. just like, mm, oh, I his just broke with this other deal. You can go fuck yourself. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clark's right. It is the best of the Brisson run, but I just want the Hickman stuff back. I just I, do. Yeah. Agreed. I don't like why. Why armor? She literally has no personality at all. She's so She's ju- degraded, I, devolved. Yeah. Correct. She, like I like. I loved her in um. Astonishing. Yeah. She was am- amazing. And yeah. she's just there. I don't know why we keep using her. She's too good and too right yeah, all the she, time. She, she's, she's not flawed or has any personality. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys not excited about this new 
Jim Henson Muppet villain. <laughs> <laughs> so at the very end, there's a reveal of probably the whitest lady you'll ever see, and she seems to be like creating. she's calling your manager. She's got <laughs> she loves yoga. She looks she like Laura Dern. Raw yeah, water. That's rude. How dare that's you. rude. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I love um, Laura Dern, but she looks like Laura Dern. No, no she, she does not. No, she no, better don't. That's a tusked Chewbacca behind her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. That's I, Laura Dern. I'm definitely not excited <laughs> on not. where that villain is going to go. Is it. <laughs> Uh, does she create them? Is she part of that yeah. old lady squad that loves the earth? Like, what is like, what's going on there? We'll find out. We will find yeah. out. Anyway, probably a few months before any of that. Yeah. happened. <laughs> X Men and F- Fantastic uh, Four having their second issue, where the teams fight again and race to the last known location of Kate and the kids. Ew. Uh, Doom is here, and he's making a deal to fix Franklin. And now they're probably building some Doom ass Sentinels. Yeah. That's kind of all that happened. Uh, <laughs> I, I, love Island. This. I love this book. Really? Yeah, I really do. I just think it's okay. I uh, I think Chip Zdarsky has a good voice for all the characters. Yeah. Um, I like the way he writes Fantastic Four. If he was writing the regular book, I'd probably be reading it still. Uh-huh. Um, but um, uh, I just think the conflict makes a ton of sense because it's like you kind of see the Fantastic Four's point of view. Yeah. But they're clearly, my perspective, the villains. Yeah, uh, I agree. No, I agree too. I think the X Men are the villains. It's very clear. They're just like to me, the X Men are the villains. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretending they're a superior race, and then they're. But I mean, I mean it, they are. But they are. Oh, I will say, having guys. having read more and more of this run of X Men comics, I do agree with you that I would wager most like layman or not yeah, like, a rational well, person yeah, within, within, but within I mean, the world people but even like people yeah but like even that uh, people have fans like don't fuck with my kids like it's rule number one except mr fantastic fucked, fucked with his kid, kid. yeah well yeah. but only they get Good to fuck with him they, they just need to <laughs> it's like like if your dad got to erase the fact that you were gay like what should we defend your dad did. and then all the oh, gays honey, in the world tried to like bring you yeah, wow. to the yeah, island brent is gay and caitlin's <laughs> gay and clark is gay and ryan's gay it's well, but no, no, no. Adam but the Taylor. reason why they're not the villains is because also know. the three of them are also they're like no, fit, like go fuck yourself. What does what it read? They're like read, go fuck yourself. Like the three, it's not like they all agreed and got on board with this idea, which I can. I appreciate. just thought of a terrible porn name, Breed Richards. Oh, I'm into it. Um, I just, <laughs> but his name is Breed Dicks. My my biggest problem is as a <laughs> as a kind of prequel series, if you want to know, like a interim series of like this overall storyline. This is my continuity kicking in. Where I'm like, it's gonna give me something else, and everything just feels inconsequential. Like I'm assuming there's gonna be some big impact from this. I hope and pray, but it also just feels like Franklin a, as an Omega level mutant with uh, with all the mutants on Krakoa. I think is gonna be the end result. I I get like I still just don't know how it plays into the larger storyline, and that's why I don't really care. Well, I, I don't know. To me, that seems like a feature because there's a lot of different ways it could play out. He could ultimately decide he doesn't want to be with the mutants, or they end up fighting so much that he decides he doesn't want to be with either of them. Um, or they mm. pull a, uh, King Solomon and they split him in half, and like mm. the torso half stays on Krakoa and the bottom half stays, you know, I'd support in New York. That. Yeah, okay. I uh, am very I much here for Doctor Doom and Val. Uh, Val. Their relationship has Excellent. always yeah. been. You great. mentioned that. I yeah, love it. it's great, and I love that uh, when Doom says to Kate, "It's like I'd probably know her power better than she does." Yeah, well, that's a little creepy. <laughs> 
So uh, next week is actually a pretty light week for comics. I think the only Dawn of X book is going to be Excalibur. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. So That's a terrible week. Well, it's a very, very light week. But then So we'll, we'll be talking about that for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I won't be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify. Interact with us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Although we are not, we haven't been using Instagram in a while. But uh, let us know who you would like as She-Hulk. Uh, I know we had a couple of fans already um, interact with us about that. But uh, um, obviously, we don't have a really good idea who and who it I should think be. Brie so. Larson would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, Allison, Brie Larson. Allison, Brie Larson. All right. Well, we've been Homo Superior. Bye. Bye. Bye.